All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the formula. So, with the um, with this podcast, we try to like we try to put some little nuggets in there that that can be helpful or beneficial to people that um, that may be listening um, and stuff like that. And so, um, kind of part of what we do is this place of like. Um, giving up free game, right? Because if you don't give up free game, you 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 know you probably going to get no free game. So here we go. Uh we're going to really talk about today where kind of um where um being concerned about profit or income collides with care and concern about people. And so today we're we're um sitting with our business operations manager here at RW, um, which is uh, Susan Pena. She's actually more than more than that, but that's one of her functions here, um, and she does well at it. So, a uh, perfect person to talk to about this stuff. So, um, what's your thoughts about like where where like profit collides with like care and concern for people? What is your what's the first thought that comes to mind? Most people who go into any type of nonprofit um, don't really last because they are concerned with care, right? Mm-hmm. Care for their community, mm-hmm. care for their projects, um, and they devote most of their attention to just helping, but they're not looking at their bottom line. Right. There's nothing to cover, you know, any type of pitfalls. When you're giving, 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 and nothing's coming back in, then um, the giving has to eventually stop at some point. Because there's nothing supporting it any longer. Right. So it's not it's not a it's not a willing stop. It's kind of a it's kind of a hard stop because the funding is 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 gone is not there. And you know one of the things that um, uh, when when Miss Pena came into our organization, you know I was kind of my mind was really around that that um, helping 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 part and not paying as much attention as I should to the bottom line, mainly because like I have my some of my own money. So it was like so it was like, ah, I could just keep putting money in here and this, but but when she came, you know, it was kinda like she was pulling her hair out for a couple months, like like, man, you know, you gotta be thinking about this, William. So <laughs> so it happens, you know, it happens in the best situations. And like to be able to have a person that understands the business side of it, right? Um is super important. So like what you say is, you know, like what you said is like um, we have this passion like as people in this field. But then if you don't if you don't balance that passion with business, with the with somebody with the business sense, then you're going to have problems. And I think for me, one of the things that I realized is that get people in there. Don't don't do it. Don't don't feel like you have to do everything yourself. Right. Like get people in there that that are good at what they do. Right. Like you're, in my opinion, and I've dealt with a lot of business people over the years for different reasons, um, especially dealing with my money. Right. And like you, you're one of the people that that I would say is pretty damn good at your job. You know what I'm saying? And so like my advice right to you listeners is like get people that, you know, are good at what they do and trust them um to do it and and when i say trust them 
anybody who owns a business, you should always know what's going on with your business. Like, because if my the old cliche is, if you're not watching your money, somebody else is. And so, like, even though you trust somebody to do the work, like I trust Miss Pena to do the work, but at the same time, I'm paying attention to what's happening um, in the business. So find somebody that you can trust that's, that you have that relationship with um, because that's an important piece. What do you think about that part of it? Because I think it is a very important piece. I think um, especially someone who has a passion for helping, mm-hmm. um, the first thing they're going to do is they do want to control everything mm-hmm. because they want to make sure that their dream is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So they do kind of, you know, um, they have their hands in all the different areas. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is that it takes also away from the focus of their vision mm-hmm. and moving it forward. Good point. And, and in order to move it forward, in order to get it from point A to point B, you do have to have some reliable people behind you. Yeah. I would never say, especially on a financial end, to um, 100% trust somebody with your affairs mm-hmm. because um, especially in this day and age there's there is so many ways that someone can be taken advantage of in that I would definitely say that um, you know the the owner the or um, you know the director mm-hmm. of the organization should definitely be the one signing all the checks mm-hmm. they should definitely be the ones asking for reports mm-hmm. follow-ups looking at reconciliations for bank statements just to make sure that there aren't things going through that are unaccounted for. You know, it's the same, and then to know, you know, how much income, where's the income coming from, and, and um, you know, where is it, where can it come from in a different direction? You know, you have public funding, you also have your grants, so, so you look at it as a whole and you see where you can, you know, get a little more revenue stream coming in from somewhere else. So really about diversifying, diversifying those revenue streams and, and really like being aware of, the importance of establishing a diverse set of revenue streams, right? Like, so don't just don't just say, okay, I want all my money to come in from grants. I, I don't want all my money just to come in from whatever, but really diversify enough where you can kind of have something going uh, on every, you know, on different levels to be able to maintain your business. Yes, and, and asking the community too, because it's just like, in any business, whether it's a nonprofit or a regular business, right? Word of mouth, mm-hmm. that's how that's how a regular business would get customers, right? Mm-hmm. Doing good things in the community also can generate word of mouth. And in that, letting them know that you appreciate community support mm-hmm. is another mm-hmm. way to benefit from from being in the community and showing the, the help you're giving there. Because most communities want to give back. And they want to give back to something that's established in their community that that's this local. I like that. Um, yeah, we it's it's been over the last, you know, six months to a year or whatever. We've it's been the money's coming from the weirdest places. Huh? Yeah. Like yeah. we just you know we're just kind of doing our thing and like people are like hey yeah we want to help with this or we want to help with that and generosity. Yeah. So you see people who see what you're doing and. And their hearts are open. And, you know, and a lot of people, they do have family members. I mean, the where we're living in our society today, you know, what, you know, it's like um, three degrees of separation almost, you know. If you, you don't have any in your family, then it's a cousin or someone else. It's, you know, there's always someone that, you know, that you know 
or friends or family that have they've gone through the struggles of addiction and things like that. So, so helping along the way, they do when they see someone recover, they see the benefits in the community. Are willing to to support that. You know, one of the things that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say kind of on our on our closing note is that um, so we met kind of on a business level, right? And so, but once you start working here and everything. You know, one of the things that was really apparent to me is is your connection and passion to the work as well. And so, like, it's been obvious to me that because of that, you know, um, it's I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a um, a deeper willingness to invest. Yeah. Right. In, in like in like really like what's happening. Right. So so almost like. Almost like when, you know, when you can, when you can kind of stop at, at, you know, at three, you know, you go to 10, you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of depth of, of, of your connection with the organization. And I think that, um, you know, it's something that's obvious. It's because it's a great cause. Mm-hmm. It's because the passion that you have and the, to, to. It's the honesty. Mm-hmm. It's the honesty in in the organization. It's the honesty and the passion, mm-hmm. and that does, for me, uh, create a passion to take up that cause, to try to work forward, to make sure that it's seen through. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your time. I know you're busy, and I almost got you doing something, but but I appreciate you taking time. And oh, for you guys that are listening, you know you got you got some tidbits of information that are going to be helpful. And you being successful because for us, you know, it's it's really about, you know, living life with our hands open, right? Like a lot of things go out, but some pretty wonderful things come in too. So hopefully you got a little bit of a little bit of game, a little bit of um ability to be able to go a l- that much further in, in what you're doing. And uh thank you for listening. This has been the formula. <laughs>